Now it's time for Inspirational Women, and my guest, Kimberly Friedmutter, a board-certified master hypnotist and NLP trainer, and now author of Subconscious Power, Use Your Inner Mind to Create the Life You've Always Wanted. It's not magic, and it's not for some select few. Each one of us has this within us. We all have a subconscious mind. We perhaps have just never heard of it, or if we did, didn't totally understand. So, this is the time to get the information clearly and tap into this source, our subconscious mind. Kimberly Friedmatter, good morning, and it is such a wonderful gift to have you joining us this great morning. Thank you for having me, Kate. When I first saw the title of the book, Use Your Subconscious Inner Mind Power to Create the Life You've Always Wanted, subconscious just really jumped out at me. And here on the cover, of course, subconscious is right there near the top because it's always been such an important part of my life once I became aware that it was part of our life. So I thought, oh, yes, we need to have this conversation. So thank you for writing the book and, of course, for being with us this morning to really open up some of the pages for our listeners. Thank you. I appreciate it. So the book is just out, and you were telling me before we actually launched into our recorded conversation that it's already doing marvelously well. It is. It hit the number one in Amazon in its category about, it was either the third or fourth day out, and we were so excited about that because, you know, one of the reasons I even wrote the book was I was asked to write the book and really to get uh, the principles out of the office and into the mainstream. And my greatest joy comes from this being available for everyone to really understand how magnificent we really are. You might think you're great right now, but when you tap in and your life becomes just exponentially wonderful from just your very own equipment, I can't stress how important this is to realize. And, and a lot of people do, granted, but it's just the most wonderful piece of machinery sitting right there at your disposal and all you have to do is just plug into it so our feeling was that subconscious power the book could do that for people just really realize what they already have it's like a manual to your own equipment and manual is a great term to use for this because we might have some vague ideas or maybe we have specific ideas because we've gone through seminars or workshops or that sort of thing. But having the book and tapping into the success that you have had personally and working with other people because you do this professionally as one of your tangents, then we really have this manual, a guide to help us with the specifics. Well, if I may, there's a few ways that you can see how kind of primed you are for your subconscious already, and that would be in your gut instincts, in your intuition, in all of those gut feelings that you get, that little whisper, that little tap on the shoulder. Also in dreams. Dreams are very, uh, not necessarily the interpretation of dreams so important, but dreams come from your subconscious. And all of those underlying uh, desires and habits and beliefs, and decisions that we make from those places come from that wonderful, wonderful place in our mind. And so we, we are in a very conscious society right now. We have everything at our disposal and things are, are ringing and buzzing and trying to get our attention and advertisers with their flashy colors and bright images and rapid imagery um, constantly coming to us. And that's great. 
in the event that we're allowing them to use it, which is super and kind of inevitable. But at the same time, I want to be using my equipment to my benefit and to my best ecology. And I'm sure that people listening feel the same. And so our whole impetus in writing this was so that everyone could really uh, utilize and best explore all of those wonderful gifts you came into this experience with and probably leave with. And so using this manual, realizing that we already do have that those tools, we have that within us, how is it best to approach using use your subconscious inner mind power? Well, I have, so, so I had boiled it down to six core principles. And these are the six core principles that had worked for clients of mine in the office. And so, again, when HarperCollins originally reached out for me to write a book, and I said, absolutely, I'd love that. It was daunting at first. You know, I feel like so many people are so brilliant and have so many brilliant books out there about the subject that what could I possibly offer? And what I realized was that these six core principles were the principles that had aided so many people in addiction and sleeplessness and unhappiness and disease and all of these various things that the subconscious runs. You know, it runs our body and, like I said, all the other things before, the emotions or health, et cetera. And so in that, I thought, well, you know, I'll just put these these principles in and let's see, you know, how that really uh, digests in the mainstream, you know, world of, of people not really coming. You know, usually when they come to me in my practice, they're very, very aware of what I do and this not, but or that not. But it really ended up being this beautiful exploration of how people would digest these principles. So just case in point is first one would become into accountability. So unless you know where you are, and this is across all kinds of forms of therapy, you know, you want to know where you are before you really figure out where you can go. It's like plugging in maps to your, your uh, device. You know, you, you've got to know where you're starting and you need to know where you want to go. And most people just are starting from wherever they are and they want to get to happy. I mean, that's the most broad and, you know, emotion that people are trying to get to. And then the second one is to tap into the subconscious. And I show you how to do that because, again, it's the machinery you already have. I'm just showing you how to plug it in. And it's all of those little impulses that you get, all those wonderful nuances of you when you knew you were right. And I have to laugh that, you know, we're two females talking because women feel like they've cornered the market on the subconscious and on intuition. You'll hear women say, you know, women's intuition and this and that, but it's it's not the truth. We might be better at paying attention to it or might have noticed it more intensely than men did for a period of time, but it is not gender specific, that's for sure. And then the third principle is moving toward or away. What's your orientation? Do you find yourself moving away from things in life so that you're just kind of blindly moving into the next phase? Or are you mindfully moving toward that thing that you wish for? And that's something that a lot of people don't give conscious or subconscious thought to. The next would be judge thyself and thy neighbor. Now, this might sound like, you know, I might be saying, oh, you know, look at that outfit doesn't look so great on you or whatever. It's not that kind of judgment. I mean survivability judgment. I mean ecology judgment. Our first and foremost part of ourselves for survival is am I safe? And so teach you in the book how to shake someone's hand or just be introduced to someone. You don't even have to physically touch them to know if they're good for you in the short term, the midterm, or the long term. Um, giving to get. Give to get is a very touchy, sticky kind of fun one because women, especially mothers who are overtaxed and overtired and overburdened, and you know, they'll say, oh my gosh, I just don't have anything left to give. I just can't. 
And the giving to get principle is super important because even in natural universal physics, we give in death. So, for example, like the tomato that dies on the vine, it falls off and it provides nutrients for the new plant and the new tomato coming up, right, the new fruit. So even in death, we're givers. And when people don't feel like they're getting, I then have them explore how much are they actually giving because it has to be this energetic loop. It has to be this circuit that's closed. Otherwise, it's out of balance, and we know what happens when things are out of balance. And then the final is to play big. Playing big, you know, there's been a little bit of honor in, oh, you know, me over here in the corner, dark and to the left, you know, <laughs> like the whole, it's not humble, but it's, it's, you know, making ourselves, like keeping our head below the weeds, and that's not really living up to our greatness. And so when you find that you connect to that, there's a great story in the book about Muhammad Ali and Mike Tyson and, and um, that relatedness to that chapter, but it really is about expansion in this lifetime, learning. It's about utilizing your gifts. And for the benefit of all of us, not just yourself. So that, those few words that you've just really finalized, that six principles, Kimberly, is so critical because it is, it's for us, but we are so much integrated into the whole that it's important for each of us to participate in this to make it our best so that the whole, so our planet can be that much more peaceful and balanced and and thriving. 100%. And you're right on, Kate, because I didn't have any interest in writing the book specifically for a person or a type of person or anything like that. And I said to the publisher, it actually was Simon & Schuster that bought the book. By the time I had handed in the proposal, the woman had left HarperCollins. And so it went out to bid and Simon & Schuster won the book. And it's Atria Books within Simon & Schuster. They're the imprint. And Atria Books is the imprint that uh, produced The Secret. And so I have the philosopher, uh, Reverend Michael Beckwith, who is one of the contributors to the book in the sense that he wrote a beautiful, I guess, blurb or what do you do, comments uh, about the book. And the, the whole idea is I said, please don't let me write a book about one more thing for us to have to do <laughs> because we are already, it goes against my core principles of, you know, we're overtaxed, we're overburdened, all of those things. So the last thing I wanted to do was put something out into the marketplace that gave someone something that, you know, they had to do one more thing. It's actually about a hundred less things to do. Once you tap into your subconscious your life becomes aligned. You become congruent with you and with others. And so my, my sole purpose in this and my greatest pleasure in doing this was so that we could all travel along that same freeway, just as if we were traveling smooth. We know the rules. It's like water flowing beautifully you know, down a river, is that it doesn't, it doesn't have the one-off. It doesn't have the water that doesn't understand what's happening here for the greater good. And if this couldn't be global and amazing and easily digestible and dealing again with our very own machinery we already have. It's not anything you have to buy. This is simply the manual. This is how to plug that machine in. If it were sitting on your desk in front of you and it was the latest, greatest, most technologically superior machine right now, you might be tempted to plug into that. And what's neat is that we've all seen glimpses of greatness in ourselves. We've all, I think everyone listening could say, oh gosh, I went against my intuition. I went against my gut. I went against my instinct and it didn't work out for me. I knew, I knew, I knew what I was doing, but I did it anyway. This is to line all of that up so that your, your convincer is that that is the right voice. It doesn't yell and it doesn't scream and it doesn't have to. 
it's a whisper, but having the ear and the ability to listen and listen with mindfulness is the key to this. And those are so critically important words uh, that we need to really hone in on because uh, the world can really distract us a lot, even though there are enough voices talking about trusting our intuition and really nurturing this, there still is a, a very loud voice, a lot of stuff going on that can be distracting. So I, it's so critical what you are telling us, Kimberly. And especially now, because, I mean, we're in this delicate, tender place. We're in this place where everyone's on edge and we're all a little raw. And what's nice about that is we're broken open, right? We, we are listening now. We're aware. I lived in Seattle. I've lived in Sammamish area. And the Seattleites are beautiful people and wonderful people and smart people. And this is so along the line. And I'm certain that so many people will understand and have already tapped into their subconscious power and already understand it. And for this, it can be a super fine tune of what you already know. I love the fact that we come into this experience with it. We leave with it. You know, what you do with it in between is is your business. But I'll tell you, to have a happy, simple life, that was my main goal, is to have us all traveling at this hyperspeed and understanding our our greatness. You know, I know a, a lot of people that... I end up seeing in my practice don't feel so great when they get to me and they they feel a little beaten up and they feel a little, um, you know, for sure overtaxed, but, but uncertain and not so secure in the machinery they came in with. And the, the point is, is that with just the right infusion of information, it can be yours. You can have what you want. You can have that life you want. And mostly the, the ease of it just makes life so easy. There are some parts in the book that are, that are fun, you know, and playful and light, like how to find lost items around your home or office, how to find great parking spaces. So when I say the subconscious power, it can be for the great big life-changing things, and it can also be for those day-to-day easy things that you have the ability to do this. It's, it's really remarkable. <laughs> what I love about thinking of those little things that, that we can create, like it might be finding that parking spot or finding where did those keys go to, then realizing, oh my gosh, if I'm using this great machine or this great computer I have in me for these little things, why don't I just make it the big things too? Oh, my gosh. And, and, you know, we all know that the little things add up to how your day is. And there's one uh, section in the book where I'm discussing about drought. And drought is that sense of lack. And we've all had that. You know, you have it at different times in your life. It's just how life is and our, our human experience here. And so one of the uh, – there's three types of drought. One is passing drought where you have that bad day where it just doesn't go your way, bad hair day, which I call hernado. And um, tender bender, you know, things, maybe you're late for work or whatever it is that just, it's that. And then lingering drought is when, you know, there's something has happened, you lose a job or someone becomes ill or something to that nature where it's situational. And this is where you'll see a lot of people go on antidepressants or things, you know, just to kind of get them through that period of time. The third type is habitual drought. And I think we all know that person that just can't get out of their own way. They're constantly waiting for the other shoe to drop. They just, you know, they're just going to... Uh, certainly if you're having a good day around them, they won't allow that to happen. And I think we all have someone in our lives that's like that, or we've known someone in the past. So there's different ways to approach all of this and how to really work with those people and be helpful for those people too. So while it's a manual for self, 
it's also it'd make a great Mother's Day gift because <laughs> God bless mothers, you know, <laughs> the weight of the world is on their shoulders for for sure. Oh, for sure. And and think in terms of Father's Day as well, because, uh, uh, you know, we've been saying how women naturally have this, but it, it is, of course, inherent in all of us. But but the men may not be quite as in tune um, too much of the time. Right. Or or they do naturally so much and talk less about it, because here's the thing. Talk about primal is survival. Primal thought is survival first, right? So we come into the into the world with our first thing is survive. You know, your body will do everything for that um, experience for you to live. And so men are on the survival circuit every single day. I mean, anyone who gets up, and this, of course, isn't exclusive to men, but you get up and you go to work every single day, and you raise the family, and coming from that power of, of having to provide and survival and all of those things is a very male um, you know, experience, period. And so, and they're meeting people, you know, all day, every day, as we are as well. But it's just, it's fascinating. It's not gender specific. Again, it's part of us. It doesn't, you know, your divinity and your your ability to navigate and the tools you use to do that are yours and actually your choice. And what I love about the subconscious is it's 100% natural. It's 100% organic, 100% sustainable. It actually gets stronger the more you use it. It's more like a muscle where you, you know, you use it and it, it gains strength. And we all have, you know, I say if you have a brain, you're in the game. We all have this capacity. And then it's 100% private if you choose to keep it that way. So I feel like with men, they're just not as, as, talkative about it. And, you know, men are, again, so primal. The story about uh, Mike Tyson in here, which, you know, there's not another more primal man on the planet than Mike. And I'm very good friends with he and his wife, Kiki. And she's just the example of of femininity and uh, beauty and all of these things. And the two of them are so tapped into their subconscious. It's, it's pretty remarkable. And actually, in mentioning Mike Tyson, so you have these relationships uh, w- with a lot of big profile names, some of whom you feel comfortable mentioning because, of course, you're meeting. But, you know, we can just kind of see under uh, that kind of horizon that there are some of those persons are or people in that kind of category of people you work with. So maybe we can see that, yes, all of us, we're all basically human beings, human becomings, and all of us, uh, you know, are kind of working with the same equipment, as you're saying, Kimberly. Oh, 100%. No, none of us are any different than the next at all. And again, maybe you've just realized and, and explored your subconscious more than the next or maybe not, but the beauty of this is it doesn't even take any time. I mean, once you once you understand what part of that you possess, what mechanism that's coming from, it's the easiest thing because the, the memories come flooding of, oh, you know, I remember when I did this and I really meant to do that and, and I just had this super strong instinct to move this way and I didn't, or I did and it worked out amazing. So again, these are our convincers. When you follow your gut and you follow your instinct and you follow your intuition, it's just better. One of the um, other authors that I refer to in the book is Gavin DeBecker, who of course is the security consultant. And he wrote a book, a powerful book, many books, but the one that I cite is 
gift of fear because that is just, it's in us and it's in us ecologically to, again, feed our survival. And so, you know, some people will come to me to want to surf the big wave or wanting to do something like that and asking me to disconnect that part of them. And of course, I, I won't do that because it's not ecological for them to be fearless. Um, the other thing about hypnosis and hypnotherapy and trance is that this is a natural state of ours. We're in trance so many times during the day, similar to our screensaver mode. So in other words, when you are staring inside the refrigerator and you don't know why you're standing there for 30 minutes or you've <laughs> driven a long stretch of highway and you turn around and, and, you know, don't realize that you've driven the last five miles. We were speaking earlier and, you know, watching the beautiful eagles fly over like some Amish and watching the seaplanes land and all of those are entrancifying moments. All of those are mesmerizing moments you know, watching children play with a ball or a cat with a ball of yarn. Those are moments where we're at our greatest and our best. Our divinity is in our daydream, in our zoning out. You know, whereas meditation is zoning in, focus on the breath, this is zoning out. This is allowing that in to come into you as opposed to you searching. You know, the secret is summoning from out there, law of attraction. My contention is that it's in here and we've had it all the time. In fact, that's the part we summon with. So getting you back into your root, getting you back into you, that's my goal. And that is so exciting uh, that if we've been f perhaps floundering, feeling unsettled, here is a way to find that focus, find the answer that, that is already living within us. So this is where you're giving us such an incredible, incredible gift, Kimberly. Thank you, honey. And it's all available. Use your subconscious inner mind power to create the life you've always wanted. It's just come out. It's available for us. And uh, we can jump around in the book or read it, you know, from page one through the uh, end cover. And we can use it in any way that we want. And that's going to work for us. We'll find that, won't we, Kimberly? Absolutely. And what's nice is you can just throw it in the bottom of your purse or in your briefcase and, you know, leave it in your desk drawer to just refer to the, the exercises or what we call hacks are so, so simple that they'll just become part of you and you're, you'll be self-hypnotizing yourself all over the place. <laughs> so I like it because you don't have to like really sit and think about it. You can literally just do it. It's so natural. And again, such a natural part of us. I do have a website that's KimberlyFriedmutter.com and it's F-R-I-E-D-M-U-T-T-E-R, KimberlyFriedmutter.com. And there's a newsletter sign up for those that are interested in weekly um, tidbits and a lot more each week. I, I love to put out information and that's my greatest joy and pleasure and I really 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 appreciate you and again it was doing so well on Amazon and I'm so I'm so excited that the more people that can read this and get on board so we can all travel that super highway at the same speed and enjoy each other collectively and that is really you know the the greater purpose of it uh, well the great purpose is for us as individuals the greater is that we're going to work in such better harmony in unison yes and and the the main title being subconscious power the subtitle use your inner mind to create the life you've always wanted it's the the beauty of it again is you don't need a thing you need nothing no equipment no any prelude, no anything. And when you read through this, you're going to see that there's so many times that you have these 
amazing hits that were right on. And especially for men, too, because you know how I I want people to know that they were right. (laughs) You were right when you thought about it. You were right when you had that inkling. You were absolutely right. And there's so much power in that because once you're right a few times and you build up that part of your bank account that's right, you know, that, that part of that wonderful, you know, exploration of, oh, gosh, I got it. I I knew it, and I didn't do it, or I knew it, and I did do it. You were right, and you're always right for you when you're using your subconscious power. That, too, is so key for us to tune into, you know, that it is right for us. Not to want to be anybody else or how they're doing it. Really tune into our own dreams and those visions, our own intuition. That's us. Yes, and we want that because here's the beauty of our individuality is over the years, you could Google this um, and find out exact names and what they utilize it for, but over the many, many, many years, years, and I mean hundreds and hundreds of years, people have been hypnotizing themselves to give us things that we utilize on a daily basis. So uh, all kinds of music has been, you know, uh, received and channeled through and whatever word and term you want to use it, accessed through subconscious and through hypnotism. So many great inventions, so many aha moments, so many things that have turned into our daily use. I mean, real acts of genius and kindness to humankind has come in that zoned out space. And that's something to really uh, hearken to because here we have, you know, everyone is brilliant in their way. And so imagine the force of nature that can come to us when we are all open to it. I mean, I, I just, I'm so excited about this because people can really tap into this space of things that we're supposed to have and things that we're supposed to be able to share and to experience together when you're utilizing this part of your mind. And it's actually the greater part of us, just so you know, science doesn't put necessarily a specific percentage on it, but I've seen that it's as much as 95% of us acts subconsciously. I mean, I want to use the greater part of that good for sure. Absolutely. And sadly, you know, we're not tapping into it, using that conscious part of ourselves to saying, yes, this is the part of me that is the real part and utilizing it so that we do come to that place of of really feeling like, you know, we're, we're in that zone, that we're doing what we need to do. Right, because when you're frustrated, you're not in your subconscious power. When you're in minutia, you're not in your subconscious power. When you're not clean and clear with others, you're not in your subconscious power. When you're not honest and aligned, you're not in your subconscious power. All of those things are conscious conscious bits that come in and kind of corrode your hard drive. And with hypnosis, you can rewrite that, and that's the beauty of it. And especially being um, in the tech area that you are, It's so important to remember you can always rewrite the script. The script is there to be rewritten. How many times when you put in maps does it say rerouting, rerouting, you know, make your immediate U-turn at your next available, you know, convenience (laughs) or ability, right? And so that's exactly what this is. And somehow we feel like, or a lot of people do anyway, that, you know, you come into the experience and that you're really stuck with what you have and you have to battle through it. And I used to have and was raised with a belief system that life is a battle and you'd better armor up. And that was absolutely wrong. It was absolutely the opposite way. And my experience kept trying to remind me, you know, how life gives you what you need until you get the lesson. And so I kept learning and learning and learning and learning and combating and going going general and, you know, just come on, troops, let's go. And I was fighting so hard, I couldn't love it and enjoy it. 
and I was running so fast I couldn't get lift off. And so once I got soft and once I got connected and once I got into what my greater, higher calling was, then it all aligned perfectly. So beautiful and really gets that message so clearly to us. As I feel that the homepage that you have for your website, Kimberly, which is your name, KimberlyFriedmutter.com, I feel that there, that vision of you, uh, I see it as blowing this magical fairy dust on us. That is what you've given us this morning, except that it's more than magic. It's real. It's it's concrete. It's within us. Oh, yeah. It's science. I mean, this is so well studied. And, you know, you can decorate it however you want and this and that. But the thing is, is that, and, and by that, I mean the idea of hypnosis. And hypnosis is no different than anything. Again, trance is just your natural state. It's a deep state of relaxation, period. You know, when you go to a film and you know that it's the actors acting, but you still shed a tear because you're caught in the emotion of it, that's your hypnotist. If I had you write your five top priorities on a piece of paper, those are your hypnotists. You know, men like big, shiny objects, women like small, shiny objects, you know, <laughs> glittery eyeshadow and, and sparkly things and, um, you know, cute little profiteroles and nice food and all of these things. Those are our hypnotists. When you go to a concert and you're waving your hands and, you know, everyone's in trance and waving back and forth. And actually in Seattle, the, the metronomic uh, sensation of the windshield wipers going back on a rainy day, that puts you in trance. I don't know if you've noticed, you'd be driving down the, the freeway and that sound, that dun, 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 dun of the windshield wipers, that puts you in trance. Those things, a, a cloudy, beautiful, gorgeous, damp day, that's trance. So Every single thing, every time you turn around, when you notice what it is, it demystifies it, but it makes it a very scientific, concrete function of the mind, and that's the beauty in it. It's art and science. The art is kind of how you apply it in your own life, but the science is so strong behind it. And I am so grateful to you, Kimberly Friedmeier, for writing this book, for being asked to write the book and doing so, and then for helping us to glean some of the real great parts of it this morning. Next step, get our own copy and really get committed to our greatest life, our reason for being here. Thank you so much, Kate. You're an absolute pleasure. I appreciate you. And you are as well. Thank you. And with that, we are at the end of a very full hour of Inspirational Women with Kimberly Friedmutter and Sunday Morning Magazine with Michelle Stiller-Bradley. I'm Kate Daniels, your host, and I greatly appreciate your sharing this hour with me and these special guests. For details you might have missed or information you'd like to know, please just send me an email, kated at warm1069.com, and I will get right back to you. Also, if you'd like to listen again or share these important stories with your family and friends, find the podcast on our Warm 1069 webpage. Click on the on-air tab, then Sunday mornings, and then look for the show and guest names. I now wish you and your family a day of sharing hopes and dreams and finding the way that we can make the world a better place. Have a week of the same, and then please plan to join me again next weekend for another hour of Sunday Morning Magazine and Inspirational Women on Warm 106.9. Good morning.